0: This is the Glencairn Podglass, celebrating 20 years of the Glencairn glass, the world's favourite whisky glass. Hi, my name's Gordon Brown and today on the Glencairn 2020 Podglass, I'm talking to John Ramsey, the Master Blender, or as he will explain, Master Blender Emeritus from Edrington, who retired in Edrington in 2009 after 43 years in the industry, and he had responsibility for brands such as Famous Grouse, Cutty Sark, the Glenrothes, Highland Park, and McAllen, just just a small sample of brands. Hello there, John. Hello, Gordon. Nice to meet you. So how are you at the moment? How's things?
1: Uh, pretty well, yep. I had a... Uh a knee operation before all these troubles came about on the 27th of January. So I've been working on uh, getting that into recovery and it's pretty much just about there. That's good so, news. Uh, so, so coming on. But as far as the, 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 the present problems, we, my wife and I are pretty safe at the moment.
0: That's, cool. That's good to know. That's good to know. So can you just give the listeners a little bit of background on how you started in the whisky industry?
1: Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, we go back quite, quite a bit, 1966. Uh, usually when you say that, everybody says, oh, England won the World Cup. We don't <laughs> like to talk about that too much. Um, yeah, but my intention uh, on, on leaving school was to try and get a job in a laboratory of some description. Yep. Uh, no particular uh, vent to, to go down the whiskey route. Um, went along to my local sort of employment thing that was available at that time and they sent me for an interview to Strathclyde, Distillery in, in, in Glasgow at that time the the owner went under the the, the name of Long John Distillers Limited. Uh, so I, I got a job there in the laboratory, carried on studying uh, on on day release, and um, and and that, that that was me in, in the whiskey trade. And, and then I, I, I
0: um, oh sorry, on you go sorry,
1: no 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 on you go. I, 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 I was going to say. Um, I I changed tack a, a bit and went to work at the college uh, that I was attending on on day release. Uh, worked there for a couple of years, and then just just one of these things that are meant to happen. The the cleaners in the uh, in the staff room had washed the floor and put down some newspapers from last week's Coatbridge and Airdring Coatbridge advertiser, and the piece of paper. Uh, immediately under my seat uh, was an advert for a company looking for for a chemist. I thought, oh God, right. So I phoned up the guy, said not sure if I'm too late to apply for this, said no, had an interview uh, and was taken on board to put a laboratory into uh, what was known as uh, William Lawson Distillers at that time and uh, completed my studies uh, and eventually... Uh, left William Lawson's. I uh, followed the guy who had taken me on board, a chap by the name of Paul Rickards, who'd moved to Robertson and Baxter, the, the parent company of, of Edrington, and uh, eventually succeeded him as Master Blender when he retired.
0: So, so it really was fate that you were going to go down that route. Someone had placed that ad under your feet <laughs> deliberately, or some force yeah, yeah. had placed it there.
1: Uh, a piece of last week's newspaper and here I am now like 43 years later.
0: That's, that's brilliant. And how did you originally meet Raymond? Did you know him before he mm. came up to you with a glass or is that how you met him? And I, think, I think we'd met at one
1: or two um, trade events, you know, dinners and, and so on, but never really seriously in his company until he had got in touch to say that he had this idea and could he come and talk to me about it. So that pretty much was our first real sort of face to face and chatting to each other. And what did you think when he turned up with it? No, I I think I was um, I was quite impressed. I, I, I liked the, the the basic concept, the idea of producing a, a glass that was for whiskey, <coughs> and um, I, and you, you kind of helped but like the guy. So that was a good uh, a a good start off. Yep.
0: Yeah. And how were you involved with it? What 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 role were you playing at the time when Raymond first came to see you? He um, he asked me, you know, what, what I thought
1: about the glass and whatnot. At that time, for me, it seemed a bit dumpy. The mm-hmm. glass was a wee bit heavy. The base was was a bit thicker than I would have liked. I mean, I appreciate it wasn't the, the normal capita glasses that we, we would use in a sample room. Um, and it was meant to be somewhere... Uh, along the, the line to allow consumption but uh, I still my, my sort of advice to him was, was thin the glass out a bit and uh, reduce the, the weight of glass in, in the base which I, I don't know what other advice other people gave him but that certainly was something that came forward uh, in, in the initial launch and then when they moved it to, to a crystal version
0: it was uh, really really superb. Yeah, and what? Why do you think it's one of those things? That in hindsight, I mean, they're now selling what three million a year or something plus uh, Glencairn are selling. Why do you think it'd never been thought of before? It's just, you know, there's brandy balloons or the shot glasses for vodka or there's wine glasses. Why do you think no one had ever thought about a glass for whiskey before?
1: Yeah, I I'm not really sure on that. I mean, it seemed to be the you know, the, the big heavy crystal goblet was what you, what, you, what you drank out, but, I mean, it wasn't specifically for whiskey. So when when this one appeared... And, and I think it hit just at the right time when people were starting to appreciate that there's uh, some serious whiskies out there as opposed to just your your bog-standard Bells and Grouse and White Mackay blends. You know, the, it seemed to be fitting into to that uh, where whiskey is... To be appreciated, not just consumed. And and it seemed to seem to fit the bill for that uh, perfectly.
0: Well, they're sold. I mean, I've said twenty-five million, it's closing in on thirty million glasses worldwide. Why do you think it's been so successful? What what's made it successful?
1: I I think it's what what I was saying that it looks professional. So it's it's, it's something that you you you're gonna put your whiskey your in that glass. And, and you're going to seriously look at it. By, by look at it, I mean, uh, obviously, use your eyes, use your nose, use your palate. Um, and, and the glass suits uh, all, all, all of these things to, to be done. Uh, so it gives the the ordinary uh, guy there the idea that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not just gulping this down. I'm, I'm going to appreciate this whiskey. And as I said, the, the glass seemed to, seemed to fit that bill uh, expertly.
0: Yeah, I've heard before that when it's used in the pub some if people get served it, it, other people then ask why, in other words they see the, the glass and because it looks a bit different it starts a conversation which must be a good thing from the, the distiller's point of view yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and of, of that time you've known Raymond, when you when obviously I'm, I, I'm sure you know, but the actual thing sat on the shelf for some twenty years before Paulie's son picked it back up and they actually mm. got running with it. So it's twenty years since then. It's actually forty years since Raymond had the idea. Mm-hmm. The things I was thinking is in that time of knowing Raymond, are there any stories you can share about Mister Davidson that that that, that are <laughs> repeatable on air? <laughs>
1: A few, I think um, one of the things that we all look forward to, uh, get involved in the International Spirits Challenge, and Raymond, I think, from more or less day one, was involved in sponsoring some of the, 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 the prizes by way of glassware for that. And then we would meet up, usually about October-November time, all the judges, and one judge would host the others Uh review last the competition they just finished and think about any changes we we might introduce for something going forward and Raymond was always invited to those things so there's loads of of really good nights, I mean it it was set up for for a serious look at the competition but invariably by the time the business was over and we got into the evening a nice dinner, uh, a few drums and all sorts of stories and Uh, jokes Uh, Raymond was always if there was a guitar to hand Raymond was always the guy picking up the guitar and uh, joining in in the singing Um, so so generally it was was a really good time I mean particularly uh, the trip to Japan I think was noteworthy Uh, there's quite a few stories there I'll leave uh, Raymond to come up with with these Uh, (laughs) one particular one about the moon you can maybe uh, work around what, what, what that's about um, David Stewart with uh, some buzzing from his case, but I'll leave David to complete the complete that one. So, 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 really a, a lot of fun. Um, and, and Raymond's the type of guy who just uh, kept you laughing, uh, jokes, sarcastic comments. So, so everything, uh, everything was really first class. And I think I'm right. Well, one another story. you go. One other story. I was, going to say. Uh, Raymond and I had gone down by train to the ISC awards dinner. Uh, It would have been June, maybe about five or six years ago. And uh, Raymond, not a big fan of travelling, especially short distance with all the the security and stuff. So we'd started going down first class on the train, which was was really good. Hmm. And we were coming back up. And uh, as we approached Newcastle, the announcement came over that uh, this train for technical reasons, needs to terminate here, so you'll need to get off. So we, we, we got off. Uh, we had met this American couple who had come over for the for the open golf and we were chatting to them. And it suddenly struck me, as it said, the, the next train would be in in 20 minutes or so, that from our nice, comfortable first-class seats, we might have reached a position where uh, we weren't going to get a seat at all. And that <laughs> is indeed <laughs> what happened. We managed to clamber onto the train and we've got some uh, good selfie pictures of four rather grumpy faces as we stand in the corridor uh, without a seat, let alone the first-class facilities. But the, the, as usual uh, with, with Raymond, you always get, get
0: a laugh at the end of the day. Something fun comes out of it. I could see Raymond not liking that at all. I, I, something, <laughs> something you said earlier, John, was the, the, the challenge when you were involved in that. Am I right in saying that prior to that, I, 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 I was talking to, 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 to Richard Patson He was saying prior to that, the distillers talking to each other, the master blenders talking to each other, wasn't that common? It, it kind of that late nineties kind of broke the mould and, and gave a reason for the blenders to talk to each other. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, very, very, very much so. Um, there was the International Wine and Spirits Competition. I think came along first, uh, and then the International uh, Spirits Challenge, uh, which uh, was was set up by uh, Drinks Magazine. Uh, and uh, they, they had approached Ian Grieve who was Master Blender at uh, Arthur Bell and son at that time and Ian ap- approached various Master Blenders, many of whom had, had never met face to face before and so we, we all sort of came together
0: gelled and, and it made, made made good sense Well that's brilliant John, thank you very much for your time time on the pod, uh, the podcast okay. that, that's been brilliant, in fact thanks very much for all your help over the years from a Cairn perspective Good. Thanks for the call. Bye no. for now, Gordon. Right then. All the best. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Glencairn Glass, celebrating 20 years of the Glencairn Glass, the world's favourite whiskey glass.